Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Sunday, June 13th. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here to go over an NBA playoff two-game slate for this Sunday, and uh, we're excited. It is late Saturday night, early Sunday morning when I'm recording this, and uh, just had an awesome night, so big shout-out to our member members, a lot of takedowns. We had a less than 1% top lineup uh, that uh, was 1.8 points away. We need one more bucket for the $100,000 takedown on FanDuel, but still had all all kinds of other uh, takedowns, winners. You know, uh, we had some people 7x, 15x, just great stuff. So congratulations to the, our, our members. And hopefully a lot of uh, our listeners out there, too, were able to use some of uh, what we discussed on the podcast yesterday uh, to uh, take down some stuff on their own. So if uh, please let us know, you know, connect to us either on YouTube, you know, our channels DFS Coach Talk or on Twitter. We're at DFS Coach Talk. We'd always love to hear about uh, your wins and, uh, you know, give you some love uh, on our in our Discord and and on Twitter and on YouTube. So um, excited about this two gamer. Uh, even though we had an awesome success tonight and it was everything went fantastic, I still prefer a two gamer over a one. I, it gives a little bit more depth in building the lineup. I think it allows us to use a little bit more uh, of our edge, and uh, I'm excited to go over this. So. Let's talk about it. The first game uh, is a 3 p.m. Eastern game. It is Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Um, Brooklyn leads the series 2-1. Obviously a very important game uh, for Brooklyn, uh, or I'm sorry, for Milwaukee. Uh, you know, they, they cannot afford to go down 3-1 and have to go back to Brooklyn. So this will be... Uh, you know, I'm sure treated like a, an elimination game uh, for Milwaukee. So we'll see how this one comes out. I'm going to look up our betus.com.pa live uh, stats or uh, lines here, and let's see if we we can update what those numbers are because this, uh, you know, the lines here matter when there's more than one game. We want to see if there's any giant edge for us in the total. And uh, let's check this out. Okay. The first game, it is Brooklyn favored by two points. So Vegas sees them winning on the road here. And the over-under is 228. Uh, the second game, Phoenix at, at Denver, that's an 8 p.m. game. And Denver is an underdog at home also. The Suns are minus three, and the over-under is 222. So six points less than the first game, but something, you know, certainly we want to keep in mind. Both spreads uh, are close. Both all both of these games should be fantastic, really. So uh, really good basketball. The games are spread out uh, with that afternoon game and then an evening primetime game. All right, let's get into game one. Um, as we say, Brooklyn, you know, we, we talked about this yesterday on the podcast, you know, the, the strategy 
in the playoffs right now, the way that it's been playing out is the top players are just really uh, carrying their teams. And we saw that tonight. You know, we, we talked about that and uh, yesterday. And then uh, we put Kawhi in there as our main play. Uh, and he stepped up massively. Uh, and you know, Paul George we had in there as well. And he did also did well. So we're in that same thinking of, you know, we've got to find a way to get some of these dominant players in there because they're all stepping up and and the bench is so short for everybody. Rotations about maybe seven deep, if that, and huge minutes for the starting fives. So on the on the Brooklyn side, obviously we have to go directly to Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and take a look at, you know, uh, can you afford both? I mean, it's you know, with with Giannis and Booker and and uh, the Joker and Paul, you know, and Middleton, it's just you know you can't play them all. So the decision has to be made on you know where are we going to pay up. I certainly want to try to get three of them uh, out of that group, which is a stretch, but we'll find value. There is still some value in here. Um, as far as uh, injuries for this game, we know that um, uh, James Harden obviously is is going to be out here still for a bit. Uh, the one that we need to follow, though, is Jeff Green. Jeff Green was upgraded to questionable, and there is a possibility that he plays and gets minutes. And that does affect uh, the rotation for Brooklyn, uh, definitely hurts Claxton, it would take him pretty much out of play and, you know, would bump into some of the the minutes um, like a Shamit or, you know, even a little bit of Joe Harris, Mike James, those kind of guys. I think, you know, some of those minutes would have to be, uh, you know, taken away because they'll be absorbed by Green. But again, he's questionable and we need to follow that news uh, throughout uh, the day on Sunday prior to the, the tip at 3 Eastern of this first game. Um, Kevin Durant's the first place I want to go. I mean, it's it's not, you know, uh, rocket science here. He played 43 minutes, took 28 shots. Uh, he was cold there for a while. He was only 11 for 28, which, you know, I think he can improve on. Three threes, you know, he's been the consistent force for Brooklyn He's their best player. I think that, you know, he is somewhat proven he may be still the top two or three players in the league without question. Um, you know, the fact that he has outshined Harden and Kyrie uh, and really is the go-to alpha on that team, I think that proves a lot of it right there. Plus, he he plays great defense, man. It's just unbelievable. You know, he had four steals and a block, and 10 rebounds. So, you know, certainly the the choice for pay up here for me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to go there. I trust his, uh, just his steady game and the minutes he's going to play. And the, and the nice factor here is, too, you know, they got a little bit of rest, both teams, so they should feel, you know, very comfortable playing their main guys, the big minutes, just like they did the last go around. Um, so, you know, let's start with KD. 
Now, Kyrie, on the other hand, you know, he's very expensive. He did play 45 minutes in this last game. He is getting big minutes. Uh, he was only 9 for 22 from the field, but still 22 shots is a good thing. Uh, really bizarre stat, though, is he had one assist in this last game. So you know that that's going to go up. Um, certainly a great guy to roster. Just, again, you know, you have to draw the line. I'm probably not going to go there, but I certainly can understand, you know, if people want to. Uh, it's just the salary is going to be tough. Uh, you know, with this many studs and, you know, all of them paying off pretty consistently. So, you know, where can you go to for value from the Nets? Uh, Joe Harris, boy, that was a, a tough pill to swallow last go around. One for 11 from the field, including one for seven from three. He did play 37 minutes and he is a great shooter. So I'm not giving up on Joe Harris. I'm not saying he's a lock and load by any stretch, but he's still in consideration for me uh, for a player that is, you know, mid to lower salary that it's still, you know, could have a solid game. He really could. Um, Blake Griffin certainly came down to earth uh, this last game. He only got five shots up and had seven rebounds, but he did play 30 minutes. So, you know, that is uh, promising. He's not out of the question, but not the first place I'd like to go. Uh, everybody's going to run to Bruce Brown. Uh, that seems to be what the pattern generally is. If somebody steps up and has uh, a terrific game, then he becomes extremely overowned the next game. I'm fading Bruce Brown just on the premise like I did with several guys tonight, you know, or last night, however we want to look at it. You know, a lot of people played Cousins. A lot of people, uh, you know, went to some of the other periphery players that had better games last go-around and, uh, you know, just got what I thought was a lot of false ownership, which helped us, you know, finish as well as we did. Um, I think Brown falls into that category here. I know he played 38 minutes. I mean, he he never came off the floor there for a long stretch, but he was hot and he was playing well. He did have 11 rebounds. He's tempting at his price, but again, from a leverage standpoint, I think he's going to be overowned, and I'd rather go to different value. Um, again, we need to wait on the Nicholas Claxton situation uh, to determine if he is playable. You know, he gets when he gets his 20 minutes or close to it, uh, he's a good DFS points per minute guy and is certainly uh, in play if Green doesn't return. Um, and he'll be a, one of the options. Uh, Mike James was another guy that was overowned uh, the last time and only got 12 minutes, uh, which was interesting. A lot of that was because Bruce Brown, uh, you know, was the go to guy and, and just hot. But I think you'll see James' minutes go back up a little bit. Uh, I, he's in play for me. I think he may go up to as high as even 20 minutes. He's played well in the series. He's really crafty competitor. Um, and I don't think he's – I think people are going to be really scared away from him uh, for that 12-minute game, one-for-five shooting. So definitely a little contrarian there. But for me, it's going to be uh, Durant and then look at – 
the possibility of other value that that's not going to be chalk uh, in Harris and and Claxton if Green doesn't play and James. So I think just fading the Bruce Brown play um, and even Blake Griffin, people may still go back to him. Uh, that could be a, a nice differentiator for us. All right, on the other side of the ball, and again, this this game is huge. If Milwaukee goes down 3-1, they're, they're in big, big trouble. So on their home court, they're going to come out uh, like maniacs. There's no question about it. So uh, this is going to be – they're going to treat like an elimination game. They're already playing their guys a ton of minutes. But, you know, let's start with Giannis. I mean, we have to start there. He played 43 minutes and he got up 31 shots. So, you know, that's a that's a combination that I'll take any day. You tell me Giannis is going to be on the floor for 43 minutes and take 31 shots, uh, I'm playing him. I, I don't care if he's playing uh, the all-time greatest all-star team of, of whatever, but uh, he's just, you know, with that type of minutes, with his usage numbers – He's really the best on the entire slate and, you know, possibly in the highest ceiling spot of, of anybody in the playoffs right now because he is getting those minutes and they need all of his output because they're, you know, other than Middleton, they're not getting any support for him uh, at all. So, you know, I don't care if it's chalk. I'll be different in different areas, but I want KD and Giannis in this first game. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll cut costs in this next game, uh, the second game, but I just think that uh, it's just too much catch up uh, if you don't play those two guys. So that's, you know, my foundation and my number one thing for, for this podcast is start with KD and Giannis and work out the rest because I just think they're unfadeable. Um, the, just the ceiling, the floor, you name it, uh, both of those guys, especially you know, especially Giannis in this situation at home. I will say that the weird thing is he continues to chuck and duck these threes, though, and he can't make them. I mean, he's one for eight from three in this last game. You know, he's so unstoppable going to the hoop and getting fouled. You know, I don't understand why he's taking these threes, and I'm hoping uh, you'll see a little bit less of that. I think, you know, he was four for nine from the foul line, I think he gets like 15 foul shots in this game. And I think that's going to help him. I know he's not a great foul shooter, but those are free points. Those are relaxed points. And I think, you know, when he takes the ball to the basket, not only does he draw fouls, but he puts himself into a situation to get more offensive rebounds. So I think his numbers are going to go up. Um, You know, he had uh, 33 points, 14 rebounds, only two assists. Uh, and no blocks, which was odd. Uh, so, you know, he can play better. Uh, I think he was pressing a little bit. And I think, you know, being that this could be a last stand at home for him, I think he'll step up and, you know, not not a very risky play, obviously. Um, after that, the question is, can you afford Middleton? Um, Middleton was unbelievable this last game after having a couple of really dud games in Brooklyn. But 12 for 25, three threes, 15 rebounds for Middleton. How about that? Um, so he really stepped up and got it done. You know, my question is, can he repeat that performance? He did get 44 minutes, 
And, you know, he really had something to prove after those two terrible games. So I'm just, I'm feeling like there might be a little regression there. I know he's cheaper than the other stars. I think he's going to be extremely high owned. Uh, I'm not completing, completely eliminating from my player pool, but not as high on him as I am a few of the other uh, studs to roster. So um, we'll see. Uh, the, the, you know, I'm not sure how it's all going to play out yet, but that's something we'll decide uh, in the morning and we'll run it through Discord. I'll chat with Andrew a little bit, you know, put our heads together and try to determine uh, which direction to go. Um, after that, you know, Drew Holiday just has had a bad series. He played 45 and a half minutes, four for 14 from the field. He hasn't shot the ball well. I mean, he's a terrific player. He really is. And, you know, he's definitely rosterable. But at the ro- at the salary he's at for what he's been producing, it is a tough buy. It really is. Um, it can pay off. It's probably a, a terrific GPP play, but for me in cash, my hybrid lineup, I just don't think I can pull a trigger there. As far as the the uh, less priced guys, you know, I was a full fade on Tucker again, and thank goodness I was because he was 0 for 4 from the field, a PJ Tucker kind of game, 33 minutes, zero points, one rebound, and two assists. So not sure how you play. 33 minutes and have one rebound and two assists and no points. But he seems to be able to do that quite often. Uh, I know he harasses Duran a little bit, but obviously he's not stopping him. Duran's just too damn big. He's he's six or seven inches taller than, than Tucker at least. And uh, he shoots right over top of him. So, you know, he'll probably get in foul trouble again. Um, and I think his minutes may go down. I, they, he really is an offensive deterrent for them and not sure why they're playing him the amount of minutes they are and not giving Portis more run. Portis is is a contributor. I mean, he only played 11 minutes and 30 seconds. He was two for three from the field with six rebounds. You know, compare that to, to what Tucker did in three times the minutes. So, you know, not exactly sure why Coach Bud wants him out there. I think that you're going to see Portis get a few more minutes. And he is also on my short list of guys that will be low-owned, but I think are good value. I think he could get 18 to 20 minutes, and his price is down. Um, and he's a, a great DFS points-per-minute guy when he's out on the floor. So avoid Tucker. Take a look at Portis here. Um after that, you know, Brooke Lopez had a very bad game for him. He did get 34 and a half minutes. He's certainly an option. You know, if if you're going to fade the Joker in the next game, uh, then, you know, Lopez is probably your next best choice uh, for the price and, you know, to help build the lineup out. So he's, he's on my radar, if not, uh, you know, in my lineup. So I'll definitely look at him. Uh, more carefully after that really not interested in the bench there Forbes Connington you know those are really the only other two guys that got in but they're they're not you know they haven't done anything uh, in the series Forbes hit a few threes but you know he's just not efficient out there and not getting the minutes so 
Again, you know, high on Giannis, of course. It's easy, easy call. Wish I could afford Middleton. Going to see how this works out, but probably not. Uh, Lopez, I think, and Portis are the the better, the best value plays here. And again, you know, we'd call it a stars and scrubs throughout the year. I call it a superstars and good players lineup because scrubs we're still talking about guys that start generally or get big minutes off the bench. So you have to have that balance or, you know, the, the mid-level builds are not getting it done. You know, tonight was another example of that. We did the exact thing we talked about. Let's take the big boys. You know, we had Kawhi, we had uh, Mitchell, and we had George. And, you know, just figured out what to make work best in the value spots and we're able to get it done. And I think, you know, you can do that even on a bigger uh type situation here with two games so we will continue to try to build that way so that's where we are on the first game uh and right quickly here before we get to the second game a quick shout out again to all of our members we had our weekly uh saturday uh, members only meeting uh, again uh this morning uh, or i should say saturday morning and uh, it was fantastic just you know another great session of of time just bouncing stuff off each other uh, talking strategy, talking, you know, process, contest selection, all the things that are really key that uh, go overlooked. Uh, you know, I say it all the time and I'll, I'll say it again here. We'd love to have you join us at DFS Coach Talk. We're really trying to put uh, a process in play for all of our members that is not just supplying lineups or giving opinions on players. It's way more than that. It's setting up a, a a process that you can sustainably grow your bankroll over time. And, and that is through what we call the coach talk process, which basically focuses on two elements, bankroll management and contest selection. And we'd love to share that with you. We talk about it as part of our meetings every Saturday and uh, it's really paying off. I mean, uh, we've had great success and great growth with our members, and uh, we'd love to have you. So dfscoachtalk.com, you can join with as little as a three-day pass for $10. Uh, we have a, a really good special price right now on a two-month membership that we're doing in honor of the NBA playoffs. So from the day you sign up, you get two full months. Everything that we offer, not just basketball, all of our baseball, all of our golf, and you know, uh, we're anytime you sign up for Coach Talk, you get everything that we uh, have to offer. Uh, open book. And uh, that is 111. So we'd love to have you even jump in for that. Or if you want to try the three-day pass, that's what most people do. And then they upgrade from there. So um, you can reach out to us also on Twitter, uh, at DFS Coach Talk for all of us. Andrew is at Language Olympic, and I'm at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Um, if you have any questions, uh, you can sign up there as well. So um, that is it. Again, DFSCoachTalk.com and, uh, and join in on this. We're going streaking hot streak uh, that we're on right now. We are, we are just mowing them down. So also shout out to, to, to Andrew Hansen, my basketball partner here that just crushes it constantly uh, this past week, he had a big 45,000 winner 
uh, just a, he's a he's a maniac and our our baseball team too uh crash and tyler uh have been doing very well uh really killing the cash games and then uh popping some of these single entries as well so big shout out to those guys all right game two no more messing around here it's the phoenix suns and at the denver nuggets and talk about desperation it is an elimination game for the nuggets and you want to, I'm going to start with the Nuggets because I just I was just overwhelmed by the the game that the Joker played in this last game. I mean, you talk about a guy that was trying to carry the ship by himself. I mean, it was similar to Luca with the Mavericks, really, but almost even to another level. The dude had 32 points, 20 rebounds, and 10 assists. And just by the way, he threw in a block too. Uh, he had a three, he was five for nine from the foul line and logged 40 minutes. Uh, so a tremendous performance, you know, top score on the day. But there, there are some things I'm concerned with here. You know, he came out this last game. I think he played harder than I've ever seen him play before. He had received his MVP trophy prior to the game. His brothers were there. They're just as big as him. You should see those those three guys were out there together. Uh, monsters, but uh, I just think he left a lot of it on the floor, and I I think he may be a little tired. There may be a little regression here. I think Denver is down right now as far as feeling they have any shot in this series. I understand it's at home. I understand it's an elimination game. Uh, I just, I think Mike Malone has coached a terrible series, and I don't usually, I try not to be super negative on coaches, because I, I know how tough of a job that is. But his strategies, strategies just haven't uh, made any sense. This defensive matchups, you know, letting Booker go one-on-one and get up, uh, you know, a bunch of uncontested shots. I mean, it just didn't make sense. He got 23 shot ups, shots up. And then they ran the same play for Chris Paul like 10 times in a row, and they, and they never adjusted. He got like a 10-foot uh, mid-range jumper, with nobody around him and just kept knocking down one after one, you know, the other, and they never adjusted. So real, real down on, on the way Denver's played and coached this game. So, you know, in trying to, of course, everybody wants to put the Joker in their lineup and he'll probably be the highest owned player again, uh, as he was the other day, but I, I'm not going to go there. I just think those numbers were insane. I think there's going to be a little regression there. And it's the biggest differentiator on this slate for me. I, I just, uh, you know, people are going to look at him and think he's unfadeable, and he has carried the boat alone here. Um, but I don't know. I just, I, you know, they're not as good as Phoenix. It's that simple. And, you know, you, they lost Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray's a star. I mean, you know, for Denver fans and, and people down on Denver, you know, they're playing without their second-best player. And, you know, one of the better scoring guards in the league. So, you know, you got to cut them some slack there. Uh, but I just, I don't see it going well for them. I think this is going to be a sweep. And, uh, you know, we'll see how this plays out. As far as who I will go to here, you know, you've seen Porter struggle in this series, whether it's his back or not. That's what the excuse is. He only got 13 shots up, but he did make four threes. I think he's playable. But again, that salary point is is a little bit difficult. 
Um, Aaron Gordon was just an absolute train wreck. Uh, you know, he got 36 minutes. And again, you know, it's hard, man, not to play a guy with that kind of talent at that price that gets that many minutes. You know, he can't have a worse game than he did the last game, but he has looked like complete trash. So uh, I, he's not out of my player pool, though, for a value play, you know, a last guy in kind of thing. Because if he just gets in the mid-20s, you know, you can live with that. And, you know, he used to do that with his eyes closed uh, before he got to Denver. So uh, I wouldn't completely eliminate him. He's certainly, you know, you got to hold your nose when you when you roster him. But he's not completely out of the question for me. Um, the guys that are out of the question are Austin Rivers and Faku Kompazu. And I say Faku, and I want to say Faku. <laughs> Because he was just awful. And he's uh, Rivers, now that Barton's black, also fade those two guys. I'm just saying, I, you know, I, I hope I rally him into having big games, but I just don't think they're good. I don't think they're good enough. I, I would much rather play Monte Morris and Will Barton. And those are the two guys I'm looking at this game for value. And uh, I think they'll they'll do much better than the other two. Now, Morris played almost 30 minutes. He got his groove back a bit, 8 for 12. He's their best guard with Jamal Murray out, let's just face it. And he's going to get the big minutes. And I wouldn't be surprised. I've seen zero news on this at all. But I wouldn't be surprised if they start Will Barton over Rivers. Um, He played 28 minutes. They raised his cap of minutes from 15. And it ended up being 28. So I assume in an elimination game, uh, you know, they really need him out there. I think he gets 30 minutes, and I think it, at his price, he's a super deal. So uh, Morris and and uh, Barton are my favorite, too. And, you know, uh, I'll still take a small look at Porter and Gordon. Again, you build different on, on all three sites. You know, we provide for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo!, uh, full lineups on FanDuel and Yahoo, and we'll do a core build, uh, core suggestion of players on DraftKings. So, you know, those are going to look a little bit different. The pricing is is uh, quite a bit different on all the sites. So those things will come into play. Um, as far as the other bench players, though, not uh, not really interested in Millsap or, or even Jermichael Green this game. I think there's enough value with some of these players that I've mentioned already that we don't have to dip back in there. He was 0 for 3 this last game. Sunk a lot of the ships, I can tell you that, because he was he was owned quite a bit. Um so that that's where I stand uh with with uh with Denver. Now on the Phoenix side, uh this is where you know we have to give it a look. Uh Booker is a stud and I you know, they they showed the game before last that they were going to blitz him a little bit. They doubled him a few times, and they did take the ball out of his hands. But for some reason, they gave up that that strategy and just let him, you know, scorch people one on one. So I don't know if they're going to do that again. That's the decision I have to determine. Um, you know, is Malone not going to adjust to this and let Booker beat them? Um, you know, that's the question. Uh, you know, they I, I don't think they will. But, you know, that's going to be the determined fact that I still have to decide. 
Chris Paul, on the other hand, you know, as well, uh, I think they, they're going to find a way to at least challenge him on some of those 10-foot mid-range jumpers. They, I mean, the, he has plenty of assistance there, and I'm sure they're viewing the, the tape. And, I mean, you know, they just they had a complete breakdown of any him coming off the pick and just pulling up mid-range. So whether they have to float somebody out, you know, to, to a show and then sink down and help with somebody else on the big – I mean, they have to do something. But I say all of those things to say, I think really, you know, the guy that, that's dangerous here is Aiton. And I'm not an Aiton guy. You guys know that. Uh, and gals. Um, you know, he only got eight shots up the last game. He had his Aiton disappear for a little bit of time here and there uh, and really let Booker and Paul completely take over. But I think the adjustments Denver has to make is going to allow – Eight and a lot more rim runs. I think he's going to get several lobs, you know, from Paul's the best in the business that probably ever did that. And, you know, I think he's going to get a lot of rebounds and, and attempts at the, at the, uh, at the goal. So I think Aiton uh, has a great chance to be my center uh, in this, you know, in this build. And, and I think uh, Lopez is in play, but I do like Aiton a little bit better because of the adjustments that I would think, uh, Denver will make Crowder's not out of play uh, only got nine shots up you know last game the game before he got five up so he's not gonna be a volume shooter but he's gonna get good minutes you know 33 and a half minutes again he's cheap you can look at him uh, not a great play but you know you can look at him uh, the guy that you know I, I've been high on and I still think is in play here is is Bridges I mean 27 minutes isn't bad you know he gets things done when he's out there, he can score. He's going to get you steals and blocks even. So, you know, Bridge is certainly in play as a value guy for me. Um, campaign's taken a little bit of a step back in minutes, and that's a concern. He's still aggressive when he's out there, four for seven from the field in only 17 minutes. You know, if he can get to that 20-minute uh, mark, I think he's super playable and a, and a good value play. Uh, so he's on my radar, not going Sarge, Craig, Carter, Kaminsky, any of those guys, Cam Johnson, same thing. I mean, he played 21 minutes. I get it. One shot attempt. He made it, but it was just one shot. So he's not ready for prime time yet. This is a little bit beyond, I think, where he, his game is at this point. So to be, it's Aiton uh, being the best play. Still trying to make a determination on this Booker or Paul, either or or neither. Uh, and then value uh, to round out rosters. I think Bridges and Crowder and Payne are all three playable. So that is it, my friends. That is a, a two-game breakdown. Uh, we're doing, you know, we're putting this out here like 1.32 in the morning here so that it's out. Because, you know, with the earlier starts at that 3 o'clock uh, time, I wanted to get it out there. But if you want to get caught up on the follow-through here, this should give you a really good idea of, of your a core build. And, you know, we'll go further with this in Discord uh, throughout the day tomorrow. Uh, check out any news, see the Jeff Green news and anything else that can affect, um, you know, the, the build if they do state that, uh, Barton's starting or he has uh, no limits uh, or 35 minutes, 
then you know we we can feel better about that play. Uh, so we'll be following all of that tomorrow. And best way to do it, come in with us and get in our Discord. Uh, we can get you in there in like five minutes. Just go to dfscoachtalk.com. You click a button, put in a little info. We get the alert. We get you right in there. So uh, we'd love to have you. I, we're excited about this Sunday. A lot of great baseball games, huge slates. Uh, the main slate is 15 games on Yahoo, 11 games on DraftKings and FanDuel. That'll be posting uh, at 12.30, so you'll have a full day of baseball. And then we'll be watching our golfers try to finish up uh, with a rush uh, from our weekend and our full lineups uh, that we put out earlier this week. So Sundays, as always, are absolutely a blast, uh, chock full of sports and DFS, and uh, we'd love to have you join us. So appreciate everybody listening in. Uh, again, big shout out to our Coach Talk team. Our, our group of guys is just amazing uh, and uh, happy to represent them in any way I can with these podcasts. So thanks again for listening. And uh, let's absolutely crush it tomorrow in NBA DFS. <laughs>